Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Open your hearts, loosen your butts. It's time for couples therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's Where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies Talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling To messy situationships and conscious and coupling From Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu Text sex regrets or feeling on your new jubu They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah you are invited, ah Needing therapy, I guarantee baby we got it It's Welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Andy. <laughs> and I'm Naomi. Good morning, Vietnam. We are a real-life couple. A real-life couple of comedians. And on Couples Therapy, we answer a couple different questions from a couple different listeners. Naomi, I am full. The Lord is... <laughs> it's Sunday we're recording this intro, and the Lord is just within me. The and Lord I, is within you. You're feeling the spirit. It's mm-hmm. funny because I put on my headphones and then was like, I don't need these on. They're also not plugged into anything. <laughs> so I was just like... <laughs> It was muffled for no reason. So I was like, why can't I hear? But it was kind of good that I was muffled because you were screaming <laughs> it's in like, Vietnam style. It's like in Wet Hot American Summer where the, the guy is doing the radio show and then halfway through the movie you find out that none of the things he's talking into are plugged into anything. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Your yeah, headphones are not plugged into anything. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode. We have... First of all, an action-packed intro for you, let alone an action-packed episode. An action-packed time, okay? It's an action-packed time all around. We actually recorded two episodes this weekend, so we've been, like, very productive. We're really bringing podcast energy. (laughs) But then it's also funny because... Have you guys... I just had this 
weekend, you guys, where I was just like, I was so tired all weekend. And it's like, not even because I'm doing anything dynamic. I just am like, I'm tie-tie. Well, you ha- you're in the writer's room all week. I know, know but I Mythic think Quest is starting up soon. That's a lot of like, a lot of thinking and stress and all that kind of stuff. A lot of stressing. Stuff. I know it's a lot of stressing, but. Well, that tires um, you out. That's, don't it, sister. <laughs> By the time I get to Saturday, I go, I just want to lay here. I've started watching a Japanese show on Netflix called House of Ninjas, and that's fun for me. So I've just been cuddled up in bed watching House of Ninjas this weekend. Now, is that a, a, a ballroom? Like, is that a drag? Is that <laughs> <laughs> the category is the ca- the category is silent slicing? No, no. This is like I guess kind of like obviously actiony because they're ninjas, but mm. it's more just like it's like a family where they're like we're done with that life, and then of course it gets sucked back in. Mm-hmm. So you know, mm-hmm. I was like, why not <laughs> having a good time? Yeah. <laughs> Do people, uh, are there, si- is there silent slicing? Are there katanas? What's going on? Oh, yeah. I mean, okay. well, you know, the whole thing is that these people, they can move through the shadows. Yes. Okay. They're silent. Yeah. They're silent. Yeah. They're flipping. And then you don't even hear their feet touch the ground. The whole family. The whole family. <laughs> the whole family. <laughs> now, what I would like to see is a sitcom with mm-hmm. ninjas mm-hmm. where they're arguing over like, you know, who sharpened the shuriken? Is that how you pronounce that? I never, I've only ever read it in a Ninja Turtles comic, so I don't know how to. I don't know what a shuriken is. Throwing star. Oh, well, why don't you just say throwing star? I'm not that far into House of Ninjas where I know all the names of all the parts. I was so excited when I took karate classes in the the heyday of the turtles. Uh, oh, everyone yeah, wants to take yeah. karate. Everybody was taking karate. We, we got to use the bow staff when we got to use nunchucks. When we, I got to do katas with size. That was, that was exciting. Never got to use a katana, though. For some reason, they didn't want to give a 12-year-old a sharp sword. I don't know why. Were you a Donatello or a Raphael? Take a guess. I just said, were you a Donatello or a Raphael? That was my guess. You've narrowed it down to the the two you think I would be. Now, what do you really think? Raphael. No, Donatello. You're a Donny. He was the smart one. Okay, okay, you're right, you're right. You were the smart one, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you were. But, like, Raphael's, like, the little, like, you know, he's, like, the kind of sarcastic, dry, I'm looking at you, which is why I was, like, kind of torn. Because that's why I'm like, I'm like, you're one of those. And it really feels to me. And then I was like, you know, you, you're a little smart ass that I can yeah. maybe see you being a touch, Raphael. But I, I identified more with Donatello. Here's her, who, when I'm a kid, Orko from oh. E-Man. Okay. Donatello. Great. Ninja Turtles. Yep. Pick another cartoon. Oh, um, Bumblebee with Transformers. Okay, Thundercats. Did you have one there? Mm. Mm. Snarf. No, I don't. I didn't have That's one. A snarf one. I don't know. <laughs> I did. I did. I guess. Well, I know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We don't know. Naomi, speaking of thunder, bringing the thunder to this intro. Well, no, I said let's. You know what? Before we go any further, we got to give a shout out to a That's, queen. Well, this to is where I want. Queen. This is where I want to go. We want to extend. Our hearty gratitude to deepest to Kelly in Germany. Kelly in Germany. Kelly sent us. Now, yeah, Kelly was listening to uh, an older episode where I lamented the fact that there are no gummies that I can eat because they all have gelatin in them. Yes. And as a vegetarian, I will. I don't eat animal products. You don't eat ground animal bones. You said no bones for me. No. No bones. And. Yes, yeah. specifically it was the Coke bottles. Yes, the like difficulty. David Boreanis after nope the end of that show. Nope. Yep. I no see where you're getting. No, I know exactly where you're getting. Um, and I said nope. Don't even get there. Okay, it's a long muddy walk. <laughs> like Emily Deschanel, post season. I don't. I've never watched the show. So I don't know what the last season of the show was. Anyway, was season forty. Anyway, Kelly sent us a care package full of German gummies, which do not have gelatin in them. 
The German gummies are vegan. The German gummies are vegan. We and had to go international. And I, I, I just want to read this one part from, uh, first of all, beautiful note on Gorgeous. beautiful stationery. Beautiful stationery, beautiful penmanship. I've never been so moved. It was so funny because, you know, it was sent to an, another address, my manager's office, and they were like, there's something for you from Germany. <laughs> and they always were like, can I open this? Because they like to know what's going on. At so first like, I said, does it have a swastika on it? What's exactly. going on? Exactly. I said, what's going on? Because I didn't know. I didn't know that this was in process. <laughs> and then I was it's like. from a hair Goebbels. <laughs> and I, I said, I don't know. I was <laughs> like, we definitely open, open it up first. It's ticking. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. So, but uh, in the in the note it says uh, they're vegetarian. They're cherry coke flavored. Unfortunately, the straight up Coca Cola ones are still full of hooves. What are we doing? Full of hooves. Why full of hooves, people? Capitalism. Capitalism has destroyed just the ability to have a delicious gummy because it's like we have to use every single part of this animal. Right. We have right. to make a profit from every fucking molecule, every mitochondria in this cow. I know. So let's I dump know. those hooves. You can make gummies without gelatin, folks. Come on, guys. We know this can be done. We've eaten them for years. Let's just get the hooves out of candy. <laughs> the, the, let's get the bones out of candy. The taste isn't different. The taste is not different. It's not like the hooves are, are some kind of magical chemical we that make it irresistible. We don't want razor blades and apples. We don't want bones and gummies. Yeah. All right. And to me, it is the same danger hooves it would behoove you to get the fuck out of my gummies behooves anyway thank you kelly thank you so much kelly thank they're you. very delicious very sweet very fresh since we're still on the uh, subject of food naomi now, absolutely always now, i'm always on the subject of food now past couple episodes we've been asking people to leave now this stems from the fact that you do not know what to cook that you don't know when when you are very hungry correct you don't know what to do and then i'm too hungry where i'm like i don't want to spend a long time on it like the whole point is i'm hungry now so then i'm like what's the quickest thing but then also what's not garbage yes so very organically you were just like hey can people leave reviews just on apple podcast with the word compelling <laughs> with the word compelling in there i didn't know people would actually do it you know i just be saying stuff listeners i love you all this is I do. because there are so many reviews that say compelling and then just have some food in it and it is <laughs> the funniest thing for me to read so okay first of all please continue to do that but i want to read some <laughs> of these so david i hope these inspire you i mean they'd have so far Okay, because I have not seen you <laughs> cook anything yet. So yeah, I just want. Why do you have to? The way he will just put a bitch on blast <laughs> in front of company. It's like, sir, nobody needed that. Because I'm rooting you for you. You and I both know Naomi, that I didn't cook nothing. I am rooting for you to figure out your nutrition journey. Okay? Thank you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so we should read. Well, I'll, I'll read a couple. You read a couple. Uh, here's one. Microwave nachos, no toppings, just Tostitos and shredded cheddar. <laughs> this is a go-to easy meal. That is very sad to me. That is very sad. Just Tostitos and cheese? That's no, I can't have that. I can't have that. Seems like a meal to me. I, I don't like shred. I don't like, uh, outside of a mozzarella stick, I don't like melted cheese. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I guess in a quesadilla. Yeah, I think so. Uh, another my go-to meal is black bean burritos. One can of black beans, one can of Rotel, one cup instant rice. Cook until rice is tender and throw in a tortilla. Okay, okay, I can see that coming together. Not bad. Okay, do you want to read this now? Someone just said the phrase "tater tot hot dish" last time. Correct. And we and I asked said if I you needed to follow up. Write another review and explain what that is. <laughs> okay, great. So I, they've come through. They've come through. Y'all are missing out on a Midwest delicacy. You basically combine brown hamburger, sorry, Andy, cream of mushroom soup, 
corn and green beans in a baking dish. This fake ground beef, by the way. Top with tater tots and cheese. Bake at 350 for an hour and you have access to true happiness. Green bean casserole is a similar meatless alternative. Interesting. You know what, honestly? Tater tot hot dish. I can see it. I can really see that because it's you know what it is. It's kind of like a broke ass shepherd's pie. Okay, you see what I'm saying. So instead, of, I don't like, know what shepherd's pie is. It's layered. It's you've got you got potato on top, but usually it's like whipped potato, you know. And then it's kind of been put over, and then it is ground beef mixed with usually like uh, peas, carrots, veggie. I gotta say, I stayed away from all the kind of pot pies. Any kind of savory pie, yeah. I just not my. I was when I was a kid. It just some there seems something off about it as a concept it's funny because i really enjoy when all the foods are together in one dish like you know i mean like a a, a chili a casserole like a kfc a puke soup. bowl or whatever it's called no andy not a kfc puke bowl <laughs> but i enjoy i enjoy a layered i enjoy a seven layer dip i like i like when a single bite has the range when it contains multitudes exactly uh-huh. so that's what i'm very into read the next one too French onion soup if I feel like cooking. That's already complicated. If I don't feel like cooking, my snacks turn into a meal. And that's usually Kemp's cottage cheese with chives and Annie's white cheddar bunnies. <laughs> that's so you're up your alley, Andy. A real snack. That snack is. attack. Yeah. Look, if if all of my meals could be snacks. Yeah. Or how about this? 90%. Yeah. I mean, well, I, need, I need some, you know, hot cuisine at least 10% of the time. Yeah. But like you're hot. Like Andy looks when I'm. Saying snacks, Andy's like a cheese plate, uh, which is like both hot because it can be fancy cheeses, but it's also still just snack. Right. But that's 90%. And then the other 10% is Ortolan Buntings with a napkin over my head. It has to be just the finest <laughs> escargot. Okay. This last one. Two fried eggs with salt and pepper. The smell of them cooking immediately lifts my mood a mm. smidge. A bowl of cereal, a PB&J, or a boxed mac and cheese. This all seems up your alley. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just wanted to add the, this last part. I love this podcast so much. I am so grateful you talk about COVID. I'm sending love to the animals. P.S. I am a therapist and have recommended this podcast to some of my clients. Wow. Okay, that's huge. You know when the mental health professionals come through. I can't. I'm gasping. I'm gagging. I'm agog. Oh, wait. Can I read one more? (laughs) My go-to dinner, quesadilla uh, with a corn tortilla made on a comal or pan. Don't you dare warm up a tortilla in the microwave. I would never. (laughs) By the way, I would never. Andy would never. I do not use the microwave like that. If you want to be fancy, add some chicken meat or some other protein. Then, okay, so here's the the fun part. Then throw a bag of popcorn and ta-da. Wait, what? Dinner is served. So you have that quesadilla with a bag of popcorn. Okay, side of popcorn. We're not putting the popcorn on the quesadilla. If you want to be extra fancy, add some pickled jalapenos into the popcorn for some zing. In the popcorn? Because I do love a pickled jalapeno. You know Mm -hmm. I do. Mm -hmm. Wow, wow, wow. That's fun. Mm -hmm. People are having fun out there. (laughs) I would never... To me, popcorn is not something you have... It is, is... Exclusively, mm-hmm. why'd you watch a movie? Oh wow, okay, them's the rules. Exclusively, it's funny. I find popcorn because you know I realize my go-to snacks. I like a crunch when something's crunching, it gives me a feeling of satisfaction. So, for instance, that's why I really like Triscuits, salt crunch, popcorn, salt crunch. A salt crunch makes me really feel like I've gotten something done. That's why I just like eating salt. I know. Get you a little, a <laughs> great assault from <laughs> from the packet of when you make a, a, a pretzel in the uh, in the toaster oven. Big old <laughs> chunks of it, like you would put on your driveway. Yep, in the just, winter, just eat one of those. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, we got an update, Naomi. We got oh, an update. I love an update. I love an update. I need to know where you are. Do you remember an Aaron's episode just last week, if you are listening to this in serial order? <laughs> just last week, I talked to our friend Aaron Whitehead. And in it, someone asked a question that was kind of like a a long seven-year situationship with a gentleman. Mm-hmm. Well, they sent us a voicemail update. Here Ooh. we go. Hello. I'm the ignorant baby who called for this week's episode with Aaron, and I wanted to give you an update. <laughs> so to answer your earlier questions about, like, what the communication was like between the makeout and now, um, when he when I was visiting him and we had that makeout session, he drove me to the airport at 4 in the morning, called me right after I got to, through security, promised to visit me uh, in my hometown, and then um, ghosted me for about, like, mm, five months. Um and it sucks. So that's the update there. And then, oh, he's also now dating someone else and has only been with her for six months and is moving in with her. So, wow, sad song. Oh, well, uh, I am going to talk to him, though, and be like, yo, that was a dick move that you just pulled where you're like, I am so sorry. I've been absent from your life. I'm going to visit you, I promise, sooner than later, and then not speaking to me. That was lame. Uh, so I'm going to say that. But, uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening to my advice. There was plenty more detail I could have given, but truly this, like, countdown clock of a three-minute limit is so scary. <laughs> thank you, guys. I love you very much. And, uh, you know, Ignore Baby is just a little less ignorant now. I think that when you said Ignore Baby, you, you were saying it in a... Oh, my little ignorant. Yes, like I was. I meant it with loving kindness. <laughs> you know I love you. Just in case, for the listener, the case is your first episode. We were like, <laughs> you ignorant. Well, no, come on. My little ignorant baby. She called back. She said, I love you. And I said, I love you too, baby. Uh, this dude sounds like a real shitbag. <laughs> yeah, he's a real shitbag. But it's true. You're you're less ignorant now, honey. You know things. You've seen things. And, you know, I always think it's worthwhile to tell tell a man when he's trash. So you said, I'm going to call him and say, it was a dick move. I said, tell what? Yeah. I said, you I, know I what? They need to hear it because it was a dick move. And you know what? Just tell them. Just tell them. It's like, also, it's like moving in with her after six months. Bless their fucking hearts. Okay. (laughs) There, but for the grace of God, I'll tell you, you dodged a bullet. More people, by the way, should use the, was the price is right horns (laughs) in the middle of anything. Conversations. I love that. Oh, yeah. That was real good. (laughs) That was real good. Finally, Naomi. I wanted to read, this is a note from one of our listeners. Mm-hmm. I think this will be a huge help for you. And I haven't shown it to you. We got this about a week ago. I oh haven't my. shown it to you because I wanted. And you waited till we got a mic? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Hi, Naomi and Andy. I'm a big fan. Love the pod. I'm a therapist. Oh, another pro. <laughs> another pro. Is it our midst? <laughs> and have been ultra rooting for Naomi to find someone she loves. I also, I got to tell you that psychology today is kind of trash as a directory. And I know it's the most well-known one, but there are better ones. I hear it mentioned on the podcast. And every time I internally scream that psych today isn't all that good at screening providers. So some are great and some are super not. Okay. If y'all are wanting this info, inclusive therapists, therapy den, COVID conscious therapists. Those are three different ones. Yes. Inclusive therapists, therapy den, COVID conscious therapists are all directories I'd recommend over psychology today. I was just on COVID conscious therapists last week because somebody else told me about them. And I was like trying to find, I was going through and it was tricky because, you know, they have it divided by state. So I was looking at California, but then I was like looking, obviously, you know, 
to see their gender. And then I want to see if they took my insurance. And then, because there were people where I was like, oh, they seem good. And then I looked and it was like two twenty five an hour. And I said- $2.25 doesn't seem that bad. Auntie, you know, I wish it was. You know, I wish it was. And I was like, 200 That used to be what a comic book cost when I was a kid. So I, I was looking at them, but I'm going to try these other ones too. Yeah, inclusive therapist therapy den. A den. That sounds sorted. <laughs> that sounds sorted, and I love therapy it. Therapy hookah bar. I mean, I appreciate thank you for Thank you for telling us that and sharing that with us, because the Lord knows I didn't know, because you're right. Psychology Today is the one that people know, but it's so true, honey. Anybody could be on a goddamn database. <laughs> it's like, what are we doing? Well, What's do the know, screening? I was reading about this. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, apparently what insurance companies will do is they take the, like their, their list of like who they'll accept is inflated and they just have a bunch of people on there too. And that fucks up the, oh, the way meaning they'll are. have the list. Right. Cause when I'd search through my insurance, they'll have a neighbor person. And then I call that person and they don't exist. Right. I told you I call one person. that was like, she's been dead for seven years. <laughs> I said, they ain't updated the database in seven goddamn years. She didn't die last month. She didn't die last year. She died seven years ago. I said, good Lord. Oh, Dr. Finnegan's been dead. Who have you been talking to? She's been dead for over 200 years. I was like, Jesus Christ. Do not untie the bow that's wrapped around her neck. <laughs> oh, my God. But talk. speaking of untying a bow, I'm just going to keep using that to get to segue. Love it. This episode's a gift. It's a gift from us to you, the listener. This is a perfect, beautiful time. This is our first time meeting this person, talking to them. They were a dream. We were big fans of them going in, right? Mm -hmm. So we were all like, okay, I hope this is going to be fine. I hope they're going to like us. It was so I was good. very nervous. Me too. I was very nervous. I was so nervous. I think I talk about it in the, because I watched Monica. It was so good. Yes. And do I say, I, I think I say this before we start recording, but basically, but our guest today is a serious actor. And <laughs> I was like, uh, I feel weird asking you to say the tagline. <laughs> I know. As a serious actor. I'm so sorry we have to make you say loosen your butts because you're a professional. Um, and we are talking about the one, the only, the iconic Trace Lissette. Mm -hmm. Okay. She's an actor. Mm -hmm. She's an icon. You have seen her on Transparent. You've seen her on Pose. You've seen her in the movie Hustlers. And as Andy just said, she is starring in the movie Monica. And she is amazing. So good. You have got to see it. It's streaming now. So you need to get into it while you can get into it. I think it's on multiple things. I saw it on AMC Plus. Yes. So that's what I'm saying. I'm like, when I say streaming, I do, yeah, because multiple things. I'm like, if you got AMC it. in order to watch Better Call Saul, <laughs> you got to watch mine. But it's like Trace Lissette and Patricia Clarkson, did you even know you needed that combination until you got it and said, shoot it into my veins okay also you should keep an eye out for the movie dope queens that she is in with alexandra gray mm -hmm. so that's coming out sometime so just keep an ear and an eye out for set it. a google alert set a google alert in your heart on your calendar in your soul and you know what i'm gonna stop playing games because we gotta get to it because this was a great great conversation with the one the only the iconic trace Lissette. roll it <laughs> I wanted to bring this up. Wait, do you have a question? You can go because you are chomping at the damn bit. Because I had the, I had this thought about something that I think may generate discussion, but maybe it won't. We'll see where it goes. When I was watching Monica, there was a moment in the middle where I think you are, you're like, I can't handle this. Your character is like, I can't handle this. So you leave and you're driving yeah. away and kind of just it's on like the camera is on your face and you just start kind of like crying a little bit and it made me think how that's such a uh, like a suburban or a rural thing driving in mm. your car with heartache and oh. crying and listening to music 
And yeah, I grew up in Pennsylvania. I think you grew up in Ohio, right? I, I did. Yeah. yeah. So is that and Naomi's from New York? She's from Harlem. So I do my crying on the subway. So you've never I was had doing subway crying. You've never had that. You've never driven around listening to music with heartbreak. Right. Now Trace, I'm wondering, <laughs> has this this is this a thing that that is uh, present? Like, can you call up these memories? Like, have you had? Are they? In your head, like, yes, I've been driving around with heartache listening to music. I'm sure I did. You know, I left Ohio when I was like 19, so I I cried a lot on the subway as well (laughs) in Brooklyn and Harlem. But um, so, yeah, I mean, crying in transit. I cry on the plane all the time when I'm watching some (laughs) sad movie or rom-com or something. Um, I don't know what it is. I think it's because your body has an activity... And it kind of lulls you and you, 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 you're not distracted because you're just doing this thing that you do so often. You're not distracted. You're kind of just like on autopilot and then your emotions free up. Um, now that's very different trying to do it in front of the camera, but, <laughs> but I was able to tap into something there. I think I was angry at the orange cone in my way. <laughs> uh, I just have I have all these memories of of uh, in high school being broken up with by my high school girlfriend, and then driving up and down this uh, Gibraltar Road for anyone who's from the suburbs of, of Reading, Pennsylvania. Gibraltar is a twisty turning road. Eleven o'clock at night, listening to indie rock, like mm. Super Chunk or something like yeah. that. Yeah, and yeah, just yeah. Like, uh, this is yeah <laughs> having a cry. Yeah, this is never. This, this will never heal. Trace, do you have your go-to cry music? Music when you're like, I'm feeling bad and I need the music to reflect my darkness. Uh, I have a playlist called I Can't Make You Love Me. <laughs> okay, that's the one. Okay, yeah. And the first song is Bonnie Raitt, uh, which is I Can't Make You Love Me. Um, yeah. And I, yeah, I sometimes I throw that on and take a bath and let it all out. <laughs> <laughs> What I was going to say before you ask your question, Andy, because I was thinking about, because it's funny, because, you know, we have people say the tagline, but for me, it always kind of serves as a temperature check of where the person is in that moment in terms of like, like, so for me, because I also think of you and again, not knowing you, right? So I think of you as a kind of no nonsense, direct person. Like there seems to be like a kind of like there's a calmness to you, like a coolness, you know? Like I was like, she's a cool hot girl and I get very nervous around (laughs) cool hot girls. (laughs) That's so funny. Because I'm like, just seems like just very um, calm. Like, I don't know, just like a calmness. Mm. But, you know, I also very much relate to getting in a bath and crying. So that's what I think is beautiful to hear that you're also having a nice bath cry. I love that. Oh, yeah. I mean, when people say that to me, I mean... Wow. I never think I am the cool girl. Um, I don't know. Maybe I need to try to walk into that a little more. I, I just, I don't know. When people say I'm uh, stern, is that the word you use? No, not stern. Like calm. Like calm. I don't know, there's a centeredness. You feel very centered to me. Like unflappable. Okay. Like people ain't phasing you. Yeah, that's because I've been through a lot. <laughs> that's just like a side effect of being a trans woman from the 80s and 90s. But, um, you know, and having lived this trans life for a very long time, like I transitioned, I started to 
you know, dabble with women's clothing as a teenager and adolescent. So, um, more than half of my life has been lived as a transsexual woman. And so it's, I think it's developed a skin around me and maybe, maybe a calmness that, um, comes from just wanting to like preserve my peace, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think that's probably what that is. But yeah, I cry in the bathtub. I do <laughs> everything that everyone else does. I do. What is your relationship <laughs> with therapy? I know before we started, you were talking about, yeah, you know, finding a good therapist is hard. And I'm also on a search right now. I'm really, it's feeling Goldilocks, and I just don't know. <laughs> you have I, been on a years. This is a years-long search. I know, but then, like, this year, I thought I was getting close. I got also really specific, <laughs> you know, and I, I was try, like, yeah. no, tell it, because tell me how you do, because I feel like I want to walk in here and just yell at somebody for 30 minutes and go, can you do it? Oh, girl, I tried this summer, because I, I had been in therapy in and out of my, my whole life since I was a, t- a bullied flaming queen, uh, you know, an adolescent and back in Dayton. Um, I've been in and out of therapy my whole life, you know, uh, and I tried again this summer because I fell into a situation with a guy. He's, he's kind of a, he's, he's a, he's an actor. He's a big deal. And I won't say who, but it rocked me. And, um, and I was like, oh, my heart is still alive. Oh, shit. I fell into some feelings. And, you know, I, I went on the hunt because it was like a, you know, it was, it was an emergency situation. I didn't know. I was like, oh, God, I haven't felt like this in years. Um, and I was trying to pick up the pieces and I was like, oh, I need like a, a therapist like tomorrow. And so I got on one of those apps. I forget which one it was maybe better help or something. Um, and I found someone and they did kind of talk me through it, but I don't know. It, it's just like, you can only accomplish so much in the first session. And I almost feel like I would have gotten further just calling up a girlfriend mm-hmm. who, who knows me and knows my history and, and knows that like Tracy shouldn't be dating 25 year old actors. What the fuck are you doing <laughs> at 42? <laughs> What are you doing, you 42-year-old tranny? Oops, can I say that? I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, I mean, I can say that. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's, uh, it's always uh, tricky figuring out someone who's going to give you the tools that you need to actually see progress and not just let you blab your face off for an hour and then walk away like, Feeling like you just threw up, but you still feel sick. Mm-hmm. Yep. Basically, yep, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, I'm. I think especially, I think for me, you know, because I'm a stand-up comedian, I- I'll take my time. I'll monologue, right? Like it's not. It's like you want to listen to me, and I'll just go. And then, and I'm not even necessarily saying trying to be funny. It's just that I know I can be long-winded, and I'm like, uh. I've sucked the air out of this session. My therapist so- is starting to get annoyed. I think she doesn't betray it, but I think she's starting to that I'm just like talking about dystopia that I'm spending <laughs> too much. And, and she's like, okay, why don't we concentrate on what you, how you are dealing with this as opposed to you yelling about the world, the world yeah, yeah, yeah. in general. Mm, and yeah. I'm like, right. 
I'm like, no, my problem, <laughs> my problem is that I don't know how to live in this world. That this world, I don't funded, either. This I've been trying to figure it out shifted. for forty-two years. I can't figure it out. So. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It's like really, it's interesting because, like, I know we, everyone knows, right? And like, especially I think with the Instagramification of mental health, right? Oh, Everyone's got God. a quote, and there's some text on a plain background telling you it's gonna be okay. Yeah. But, but it, it's like, I guess what I mean is like, for I think that the for even though people are more honest about not knowing, right? People say like, oh, I don't have it figured out. It still feels like, okay, we're all admitting we don't know, but still no one has the tools yet. When do we get to the point where we have the tools? Because it's yeah. like, not it. Yeah, I, I, I think the tools should be taught in school instead of algebra or geometry or whatever <laughs> the hell. I don't use X plus Y equals bullshit. I, I do need to figure out my feelings though. And right. I need to figure exactly. out my Freaking taxes sometimes. But, yeah, <laughs> I want to hold on. I'm going to defend math because I did you. I I did use some algebra this morning to figure so out when I was what? I was trying to figure out how much to feed our cat because I think we've been overfeeding him because he gets special. No, no, he has special prescription food, and he oh, loves okay. it so much that I'm just like, well, he's eating. I it's want him to eat it. It's prescription, so I keep giving him more. And then mm. he gets uh, he gets a tummy ache from it, and I so I'm like, oh. how much are we feeding him? And I, I I was like converting fractions, and I was like, okay, well this is X. So I just want to defend. I think you're therapy, defending math. I think we should have math. We should also have therapy. We should also have just a life skills class. Like I had home ec when I was in school, and it was great. I know how yeah. to sew now, okay? right? But also yeah, taxes. I, I would love a class that just is like, hey, here's how you do taxes, by the way. Well, I think taxes and feelings are, are important. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah. I think, <laughs> especially for young men, uh, I, I feel like that could solve a lot of the world's problems if we taught young men and adolescent boys empathy and love and how to talk about their feelings. Uh, I think that would solve a lot of things. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I'll- sure. As a Rust Belt kid. Okay, Trace, if you for ever sure. want to write a self-help book, you should call it Taxes and Feelings. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> and that's you being like, how to be a grown-ass adult. And that's Yes. Yes. Because that's adulthood in a nutshell. Taxes and also, like, using your words. I think that's the bigger. It's like, I'm constantly just like, use your words, person. You yeah. know? And it's, and it's, and then it's also like, Okay, now you've used your words. Now follow the words up with action. Mm. And that's, yeah. I, I feel I'm, I'm figuring out that second phase of life. Action and, and accountability. Accountability should be taught in schools too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, even if it's as simple, even if it's as simple as, oh, I messed up. I'm so sorry. Oh. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It, like, yeah. how fucking hard is that? You just say you fucked up and then no, we no. move on. It's yeah. ego death. It's, it was like yes. for me for the longest time until, again, getting into therapy. I didn't say this again. This is I Sorry, I said again because I say this literally every day. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was repressed until I got into therapy. But but it genuinely like saying like, sorry, it's my fault. What felt like it was like I, I like the Grim Reaper was <laughs> attacking me with a scythe. Right. That's how it felt inside. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Did you did you grow up in a household that was like repressed in terms of like we're not going to talk about stuff 
or was it like, okay, we can yell at each other, but we can't like be sweet? You know, the different ways that kind of manifest. Oh, we yelled. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, my mom was a single mom doing the damn thing all by herself. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was the Rust Belt, like you said, it was Dayton, Ohio. And, um, she was an amazing, she's an amazing woman. And I mean, I'm, I'm actually glad we didn't hold things in. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. I mean, sometimes it came out and it got a little crazy, but at least I know how to express myself. Um, so no, yeah, we didn't hold things in. I don't think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I will say it's like, it's interesting. Cause it's like, we didn't either. I was also raised by a single mother and it was just me and her. So I think it's like, we were very like enmeshed, you know, like I grew mm. up like, telling her everything because it was like who else was i gonna tell you know yeah and yeah. vice versa Ex- and vice versa <laughs> yes she telling me everything because who else was there to tell um but then it also felt like as i got older and started to have feelings that were not pleasant right like <sighs> not easy to share or easy to deal with then the rift kind of comes right because now i'm like a person like it's just us. Again, you know, like, again, when you live with somebody or any roommate or anything, when you're like, the vibes are off in this house. Mm-hmm. But we're not. But I don't have the words to say this is what's wrong. And it's like not her fault. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, oh, everything hurts. But how do yeah. you say that to somebody? Yeah. It's very. Yeah. Could, she ha- could your mom handle it? I don't think so. And that's not to say anything wrong with her. I think, you know, again, knowing what it is to like have a child and I mean I don't have a child but you know what I mean like what it is now as an adult I recognize what it was to it's just you and this kid you got to keep this kid alive you just want this kid to like be okay can Uh, I go back though to something you had said earlier about uh, when you were dating this dude you said for the first first time in a while Kind of like I forget your exact phrasing, but kind of like your heart fluttered. I forgot like that you were like you had oh, feeling. Well, Do you? You know, it's because I had my heart broken so many times that I just—it's so rare for me for someone to pique my interest, and so uh, uh, the interest was piqued, and uh, and uh, um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Why are we slow dancing in my living room? Who does that?" <laughs> no, it was just—it re- was really beautiful and kind of long and drawn out over the summer and. And I forget where I was going with this. Yeah, it was just, um, it was just like a reawakening and, and you're like, oh, maybe I'm not done yet. Cause like sometimes I get to the point where I think I'm done with love and intimacy in terms of like trying to find that partner. And then I think, well, I'll just have mm-hmm. lovers. Like I'll just be, you know, <laughs> I'll just have, I'll just have lovers and I'll travel and I'll work and I'll be an actor. And I'll have my, you know, a couple of special friends. And mm-hmm. uh, and then, you know, every once in a while, romance will rear its head. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm, I'm still very much a romantic. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's all complicated when you're a, a straight, transsexual woman. Because the majority of the men that we date is across community lines so they are not in the rainbow club so they are straight men and it comes with all this stuff and i think trying to weed through that it chips away at your soul and so every Mm -hmm. time i go through it i wonder do i have anything left Mm -hmm. and i'm always surprised when i do (laughs) yeah 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 well but you said too you were like you know 
your interest is rarely peaked. Do you think that is, as you're saying, you know, the sense of like when you be, I call it query with an H. Okay, is it is it just query with an H, or is it that truly? You're like, this dude's boring. Do you know what I mean? Like, are a lot of them boring or are they just tiring? Oh, <laughs> well, the really hot ones or the ones that I think are hot. They usually lack somewhere else. And that lack could also be awareness mm-hmm. uh, for trans people or or even their own attraction to me. And so... um And then there's the ones that are like, I'm not so attracted to, but they might, uh, would be amazing in other ways. Um, and I have definitely entertained that as well. But something I realized going through life is that the primal attraction has to be there for me. Um, Mm. like that kind of like salivating primal thing that makes you want to suck somebody's face that has to be there <laughs> like so that's like stop one otherwise it's just a platonic friendship uh mm. for me um once in a while the attraction will grow and that's it's very 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 rare for that to happen but um the other thing is like uh, finding someone who's lived as much life mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. as i have is sometimes hard and the younger guys tend to be more accepting of the trans thing but they haven't always lived as much life Mm. so i end up dating late 20 year olds uh (laughs) and um and they're fine and you know we have fun but sometimes i don't know where it's going um and i think that is just a challenge that's very specific to again straight trans women and we're provocative in a way that is still not been explored fully like in TV and film. You catch glimpses of it in Monica, but um, there's this forbidden fruit kind of like factor that goes on. And so when people say to me, oh, you're a bombshell, you're so hot, and I'm like, yeah, but it comes with a lot of other things. And it has not kept me from heartbreak or um, it has not made it easy for me to find partnership um, because, you know, the, the trans thing is still very much a thing for society. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think people sometimes forget that. Uh, that's why I, mm-hmm. I, I want so badly that our stories get told more regularly mm-hmm. yeah, so course. that they can see like, oh, even when you look like that or have that career or that, mm-hmm. like you're still being hidden by a man or you're still not a status symbol and a lot of men are very status driven in terms of like who they partner with and um i don't necessarily want someone who's status driven so maybe it's a natural filter in that way but here i am single at 42 yeah a lot of folks a lot of folks single at 42 especially yeah, if you choose to have some kind of standard you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, it's- absolutely. I'm sure I could be booed up and, <laughs> and settling, but I don't yeah. want that. <laughs> exactly. I don't want that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do, you, do you live in Los Angeles? Yes, I'm in L.A. I, I wonder if it's more difficult to find someone that uh, has lived life here versus New York. Yes, there, I, I would probably agree with that. There's also this weird, like, there's so many distractions and... It's 
an industry of people who are very like self uh, obsessed and mm. you know I I mean I I'm an actor I have to be a little self self obsessed but I can't you know it's hard to connect with other people who are also self obsessed yeah. <laughs> one of us has to like I don't know make up the difference but um <laughs> in terms of living life like New York I think has a grit to it that LA doesn't quite have um and uh yeah there's definitely a different vibe here yeah i don't know exactly how are you staying sane being that we're in an industry that wants to erode our souls at every turn for the sake of profit and i'm not (laughs) saying that offhanded i'm saying that literally because like it's something that i think about too and i think you know we had talked about again we were gonna you know we hope to record then there were the strikes and you know we went through that time last year too where there was also now what it felt like finally an open conversation about the extent to which people were being taken advantage of though it was always known but it was an open conversation it was everywhere everybody was telling the story and so we do all that and now i guess we ain't on strike anymore but we just supposed to like smile and hustle like we didn't all just talk about what had happened about being exploited. Yeah, like. yeah. I think it's been known in the industry how bad it is, but I don't know that the general public understood yeah. that the people that they go to watch on Saturday at the movie theater or in their living room on the TV, what a lot of us working actors go through, and and just people in entertainment altogether, all of the shenanigans we put up with and uh my goodness i mean everything that taraji was talking about monique was talking about 10 years ago or whatever and and then you have the strike and fighting for residuals why should we have to fight for residuals on our art we shouldn't have to fight it should be automatic there should be laws in place that protect us this shouldn't be a union thing this should be a a a legislation thing to me Mm -hmm. i I feel like that's for labor across the board like um i feel like there's something there's a greed factor that has been at play since the beginning of history beginning of time Mm -hmm. and if we don't tackle the root of that thought process about around haves and have nots and who deserves what and why can't a worker have some kind of um stake in whatever company whether it's your you know acting or a factory job like Mm -hmm. why can't it be a collective instead of just benefiting the the few at the top and i mean that's a that's a conversation that's been around for ages but we still haven't figured it out we still haven't figured out Equity. Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the real difficulties I've been thinking about this a lot for the last since March 2020, since whatever <laughs> happened there. I've been thinking a lot about this. The world changed and something different was asked of us all. Mm-hmm. And now we have to those of us in this industry have are like, well, what do I do? Do I spend my time trying to build my career and make the things I want to make? like it was pre-pandemic, like it was pre-everything that's happened in the last, right. I mean, I don't know, let's go back 20 years, like right. whatever, right? Or like, how do I how do I do this? Because I don't, I don't. that's when I, I was yelling about, like, I don't know how to exist in this world. Part of it was that, where it's just like, my desires was always to make TV or write comedy or do something like this. 
And the world is now asking something different of me to be an activist in a way that I haven't been before. Mm -hmm. And I, it's kind of a mind fuck a little bit. But, where, like, but like Trace, you've been having to do that whether you wanted to or not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you stepped oh, yeah. into power, but at the same time, it was thrust upon you in a lot of, in a lot of times. I would imagine. You can correct me if I'm wrong because you know I'll be out here wrong. <laughs> in terms of like having to be an activist? Yes. Yeah. Like being called on. Yeah. To advocate for Not just yourself, but then obviously to advocate for a larger community. Yeah. It's been kind of endless and I wish I could do less. And I've even been yelled at by my team about some of the things I've spoken up about. And for me, it's like I, it's in my it's in my bones. I don't. Yeah. I, I, I try to limit what I say because I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to be off-putting to anybody. But, um, but uh, also, you know, being a trans person in this industry, uh, there's really not a whole, there's not not a whole lot of precedent. And so it's like sometimes you got to speak about things or be the first one to speak about something. And and uh, I'm trying to do less of that, but like, you know. Most recently, it was hard to not speak about <laughs> the lack of press opportunities and mm, mm-hmm. stuff like that for Monica. That they, they would have put us in the conversation mm-hmm. uh, in terms of like the award season and all that, and and just seeing some of the fuckery for the lack for lack of a better word. Just that like everything's money driven, and mm-hmm. you know, if, if you don't get in the conversation early, you're not in the conversation. Yeah. 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 It doesn't matter how good your performance is or how relevant or timely or poignant the subject matter is or that it's saving lives, literally saving lives. Uh, obviously, it matters to Independent Spirit Awards because they saw something, mm-hmm. but some of the larger award ceremonies and, and even the press outlets, it was like painful to not get on, you know, any of the roundtables or... You know, and I'm probably going to get yelled at again if my publicist hears this, but like, I'm sorry. It's just, you know, it's just, yeah, it is. It's really, it's really rough because I wish they knew. I wish they knew what the average trans girl is going through Mm -hmm. out here. Mm -hmm. I wish they fucking knew that, you know, uh, most of my sisters are still out here sucking dick to pay their rent because opportunities are scarce or that you can't even find love in the struggle because we are forbidden fruit. Like it's one thing to be in the struggle, but it's another thing to not have love or hope like, Mm -hmm. or respite, a respite Mm -hmm. in the shit. Right. So thank God for friends, you know, because sometimes friends and chosen family is all we have. But um, sometimes I just feel like I wish they knew. I wish yeah. they knew. No, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because, I mean, you know, I've, I've just been thinking about as I've been working in much smaller ways just to advocate for myself and finding uh-huh. it so tiring to do it. Right. Yeah, Where like it's tiring. Even if it, quote unquote, works out. Sometimes the question is, well, did it work out so much if I had to do so much work for it to work out? Exactly. Because then you're exhausted. Yeah. You're like, well, why did it have to be all yeah. that? Yeah. Why did it have to be all that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why did I have uh, to cry for you? Why did I have to come through? You know what I mean? You know, it's like, why do I have to ache for you to be like, I understand. For you to, for, you to, for you, this person you're talking yeah. to, to see that I'm a human being. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. It's almost like they need to see the tears or something. Because if you tell them sternly, hey, this is not right. 
well, then you're just a bitch yep. or, you know, uh, you're just, you're just difficult or something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and then if you, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, why it's exhausting. Uh, and then sometimes you're like, well, is it worth speaking up? Uh, maybe not. And so lately I've been doing less Yeah. and, uh, trying to be in the joy and, uh, yeah. you know, I do have to pass the torch to the next one who can now speak up. But, um, oh man. Yeah. I don't know how we get on all that, but. <laughs> it it well, can be I, a lot. Well, you wanna- but I want to ask. No, but I hear you. But I guess what I want to ask you, you said being in the joy, being with friends. Because I was going to ask you, it's like, what what do you do to lift yourself up, or at least give yourself rest? Now, I ain't saying you got to be all the way high up, but what do you do to relieve a little bit? And I ask that for myself, my own personal <laughs> edification. <laughs> Slash. <laughs> well, like, I I think I should. You know. Yeah, I, I I stay active because I, I I grew up playing sports and. Um, I think my body freaked out as an adult when I wasn't being as active as I used to be. And the endorphin, like it's a chemical thing, like mm-hmm. the endorphins just weren't there. So I started hooping. I, again, I grew up playing basketball and running track. And so I started, um, shooting hoops a couple times a week and, uh, and I started boxing and I, you know, started hitting the track again. And, uh, you know, if I stay active, that helps me release. Um, also, you know, crying in the bathtub <laughs> or, um, um, you know, a kiki with friends. I, I make time for my inner circle. I try not to spread myself so thin. I, I took Instagram off my phone for two weeks right after we got done with the, you know, the, the award season press run right after, I think it was after Oscar nominees were announced. I was able to get off socials for like two weeks and that felt amazing. Really? I want more of that. I mean, I have to hop on here and there to like post something important or sponsored something, but um, I want to get back to just going months at a time without being connected to this thing yeah. that yeah. is so, ad- it's so addictive and you feel like if you're not doing it, you're getting left behind. And I hate that feeling. And I, I just, I miss the analog world. I miss, mm. I miss being in the moment to moment and not like checking my phone every five minutes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh yeah. I was doing the dishes earlier and it was, you know what? 10 minutes. And I'm like, I should check my email. What if I got an <laughs> <that> email? <laughs> got to dry my hands yeah. real quick. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. uh, it, no, yeah, it's really. I know. No, yeah. I took my phone into the bathroom and I said, Naomi, what are you doing? Like, it was just uh-huh. kind of like, go to the bathroom. And it uh-huh. was just uh-huh. like, not because I'm waiting for a call, Trace. Okay. It's not because there's a call coming. <laughs> it's because I, th- I think part of it's, it's very addictive, obviously. Yeah. But also, the other half of it is if I don't have this. If I don't have this thing here, then I have to contend with whatever's in my head. Uh-huh. <laughs> And I'm right. going, I, and that's I think that's yeah. the thing that is like well I have to deal with my anxiety or I have to again the world I can't control most of the world I can't control I would say any of it outside of my own moving my hands I guess that's really it that's that's the lesson I've learned in the last like, right that, I'm not saying that's that should lead to nihilism listeners right you're so not saying do so nothing clear. I'm not saying you... do nothing I'm just saying you should know what the extent of your actual control is in the world and that is the movement of your limbs and such <laughs> okay 
<laughs> yeah, and and yeah. I think that thing, that stuff, when I when I'm alone with my brain, that starts driving me nuts, and I mm. it's tough for me to deal. Well, with maybe it. So, you got to start so, running or shooting hoops because I also because I do, well, I do something love, like love that basketball. is what you're saying, right? Because it is like moving your body. Because I do think there is like the act of scrolling. It's of course not action, but do you know what I mean? It's a thing to do with your hands, where it's like right. okay, running, playing something else. Like I was looking online for coloring books. <laughs> like to color <laughs> i just said i need something to do yeah was there anything when you were uh younger like a ch- child that you loved doing that you don't do as an adult yes and that's why that's what made me think because i used to love painting like look not it wasn't good but like watercolors you know like simple just kind of like mixing on the paper just yeah. felt very meditative. And so then I was like, oh, I don't want to get a whole bunch of paints and stuff, especially with these pets. The cat will probably knock over the water. It'll be a damn mess. So I said, uh-huh. let me get like a coloring. Cause I was like, that was like simple and easy. You can play some music while you do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cause it's true. Cause I was like, I gotta stop. Cause I'm just sitting here looking at shit because I start looking at a picture of animal friends, which is nice, but very quickly <laughs> I end up depressed. And somehow it's like, is QAnon real? Like, it's like, you can start off looking at the most innocuous shit. You can start off looking at no. the most innocuous yeah, shit. Yeah. It's so easy to just doom scroll and then see everything that everyone else has going on. Or you end up looking at shit that like you, it's just too much information. You don't need to know all of that. Like, uh, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't need to see giraffes fighting each other. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this oh. actually seems like a nice place. Yeah, Why we don't we should. take a quick break? And when we get back, we're going to answer your advice question. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Can we take a minute and talk about Skims? Now, you know I'm a recent Skims convert, having tried their underwear in the last few months, and I am now living lifted, supported, changed. So I decided to keep trying new stuff. And let me tell you, Skims basics and foundations are where it's at. Yes, I recently got the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt. And y'all, it is so comfortable. It's been the perfect layer for me. I'm rocking it under a cardigan or a sweater when I want to keep it fitted and fabulous and not look all bulky. I mean, y'all know I'm back to work. Hashtag blessings. And I'm definitely that girl who is always cold in the office, okay? I need my layers, but I'm still trying to look put together. And the soft, smoothing, seamless shirt is helping me get it right. And I also got the boyfriend t-shirt in Heather Gray, and it is so friggin' soft and comfortable. And it's giving casual, but intentional when I wear it with a pair of jeans. I'm feeling very good in it. So if you want to give these and other basics a try, shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small through 4X. Thank you for the range, Skims. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu that follows. Again, that's skims.com. Go check out everything they've got in the new t-shirt shop. Dear listeners, Andy here doing the ad read again, and today we're talking about me undies. 
as the male half of couples therapy, I was asked to do this one because we're talking about boxers, which, and I hope I'm not breaking any confidences, Naomi does not wear. Now, if you're a podcast listener like me, you've heard plenty of ads for me undies, and frankly, I had always thought it's underwear. How special can it be? And then I tried them, and friends, it is like wearing magic. It is like wearing a dream. It is so soft, there is nothing earthly I can compare it to. I am embarrassed, absolutely embarrassed to say I'm middle-aged and just finding this out, but the material your underwear is made out of really does make a difference. I won't say where I usually get my boxers from, but for comparison, me undies are like wearing a cloud covered in angel's feathers, and the other ones I wear are like wearing a bear trap smothered in puke. MeUndies got style for everyone, from all-black classics to fun, expressive prints in sizes extra small to 4XL. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that actually care for their workers. Also, I gotta point this out, there is a particular technology that the folks at MeUndies would like me to discuss. Now, you know Naomi is sex negative and I am sex neutral, so I didn't want to have to say what this technology is, so I asked friend of the show, friend in real life, Mort Burke, to say the phrase. So, okay, here it goes. For any listeners with penises and testicles, I can say medical words, I can say medical words, you might be interested in me undies sophisticated contoured pouch and ball caddy. What's that again, Mort? They're incredibly comfortable contoured pouch and ball caddy. Wonderful. Thanks, buddy. Okay, soft underwear comes in all packages at MeUndies. So to get 20% off your first order plus free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash therapy. That's MeUndies.com slash therapy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. And, and we're, we're back, back with Trace Lissette here to help you handle your scandals. Trace said, let's find some peace, okay? And we're going to take that energy and try to help you help yourself. Because y'all be calling up in here, as always, in need. Yes, our, our listeners, they get in touch with us uh, through Twitter and Instagram. Not Twitter so much anymore, I'll say this. <laughs> uh, Instagram mostly and Gmail. And, of course, our favorite is voicemail. Naomi, what is that number? 323-524-7839. As always, I want your pronouns and log line up top. Because sometimes y'all be going long and you don't get to the question. Three-minute so limit. So I need a log line up Three top, y'all. Three-minute limit. Trace, you think I'm, ma- I'm being extra, but I'm telling you, sometimes they'll start <laughs> off with this whole long thing. And I said, what's the question? There are <laughs> the question up top. Uh, uh, our 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 Booker Mimi puts all the questions in a uh, an Excel spreadsheet, and mm. a lot of the notes she makes is they never got to the actual question. <laughs> they never got to the actual question. Gets cut off. I think we know what they're asking, but they get cut off. That note is there so many times. So we are not. We are. We. Yeah. I understand that we are coming in with a lot of weird energy. They know. They know me. I told no, you. No, I'm talking to do. Trace. I'm oh, talking Trace. To Trace. Trace understand. <laughs> Trace said, give us the pronouns and logline joke. Trace said, Hi. Yes. I co-sign. I co-sign. All right. <laughs> Let's do this one. This was not, this is not romantic. This is okay. about a uh, work relationship. Okay. Hi, Andy and Naomi and treasured guest. Um, I am calling with an advice question um, that is about a relationship, but not a romantic one. Um, I am calling to ask about an old boss. Um, 
Oh, I use she, her pronouns, and this person uses he, him pronouns. Okay, um, so my old boss, um, we worked together for about four years, and about two and a half of those, we worked very closely. I was, like, not quite his assistant, but he was training me a lot, and we worked very closely out of a small company of less than eight full-time staff members. And... Um, while he was, like, a big mentor, especially insofar as, like, we didn't agree on everything, but it actually, like, helped me learn how to talk about new things. Um, he was also kind of toxic, I think, <laughs> and um, as bosses tend to be. Um, I did a lot of things, like, insisting on calling me friend, even though he was my boss, and, like, mm. um, other similar things. And But overall, like, I don't know, I think we ended things on a good... Um, no, we both left that job within the last year. And when we left, I was very clear about like what my next professional goals were. And they were very far from the work we were doing. Um, he tried to get me to come work for him multiple times, even though I had shared that I was interested in other paths. Um, and we haven't really talked since because I had to turn him down multiple times. And it felt really weird, like going back and talking after I had had to say no. And after he had so clearly ignored like the things that I had mentioned. So now, however, for multiple reasons, um, personal and professional, I am thinking of reaching out to him for some help. Um, again, both with job and a personal matter. Um, I do ultimately well, I don't know if I totally trust him and I'm not really sure how to navigate the situation because I don't know. He was kind of weird when I was like turning down the job request and, um, but I don't want to alienate him because like ultimately he has, um, a lot to offer and did know me very well mm. and helped me for a long time. Okay. Um, that's about three minutes. So is it worth salvaging? Should I ask him? Yeah. Thanks. I need more information I know. on Trace, toxic. Yeah, I need first thoughts. Trace has a Trace is making a face. First thoughts. First thoughts. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no. uh, my ADD kicked in. What was the, I, I, I know. <laughs> so 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 I'm sorry. So, <laughs> no, no, no. So-called toxic boss, but the but the toxic like I had a toxic. Can boss. we summarize no, that, please? <laughs> but her question is basically, she's like, I had this boss. We were close, but he was also a little toxic. But doesn't say what the toxic was. Besides saying friend, like calling her friend. But then she was like, he had tried to get me to work for him again once I left. I said no. We didn't talk. But now I need something from him. Should uh, I try to talk to him? Uh, what does well, she need now? This is what That's, I'm saying. Okay. I, Hold on. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's let's just because I've had a toxic boss who s spent every day screaming at people, right. would fire people uh, based on like no reason, would constantly gossip about people, would use language that is uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, racist and yeah. anti-Semitic language all the time, and I had no choice but to be in this. I had no money. I was. This is. You're right. I had to be in this job. Uh, and it was nine. That's toxic to me. So I, that's where I'm like, I'm not sure exactly what, because that person I would never go to again unless but that's I, why that's I think move on. I don't know what you would need from this person, but it sounds like backtracking to me. I, I just, I prefer to keep evolving in life. I agree. 
I agree. The sense of like, because to me, I'm like, because basically it's like, he had come to you. You were like, I don't want to work for you. I want to do something else. You're changing your mind. You you know, then you felt like you didn't want to talk to him. But now there's something. I don't know if it's that you want a recommendation or you want something. But it's like, this is like, you can find other mentors and other people. And that was like maybe a good mentor for the years you were at that job. But it's like, you're trying to make moves in a different direction anyway. Let's not go back because you need I don't know what favor I don't think so especially because what you're saying because then she also says like she was like I feel kind of I don't know if I fully trust him what why are you talking to him that's when I made my face the moment she said I don't yeah. fully trust do you him. know what do you know what it reminds me of though like it to me it sounds like showbiz type stuff where you know that this person in power is a piece of shit <laughs> but you're like they kind of can do something for me and you it's it's kind of this war in your heart sometimes. Nah, see, Trace ain't Warren, though. Trace ain't Warren. <laughs> sometimes. I'm not saying all it's, times. It's not worth it. It's, uh, in my experience, it's better to just go where the love is. And yes. if you're feeling a weird feeling about somebody or an, an uneasiness, there's, uh, how do I say this? There's been times when I really wanted a gig and then maybe the person who had the power there was an uneasiness there, right? Mm-hmm. Or I knew I maybe I wasn't even on their radar, but I'm fighting so hard to get in there for that role because I know I can do it and da da da. And it was all for nothing in the end because I was never going to be the one anyway. And there was these people over here who wanted me or wanted my attention or thought the world of me or had a certain certain reverence for me that this other entity did not have. And so I wasted my time, you know, just trying to do that instead of like leaning in, as Oprah says, listen to the universe and lean, lean in. And if you're feeling like you don't trust him a little bit, um, I would say move on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's a hundred percent. That's every time where I don't listen to myself. I, I'm not going to say not even the universe, my gut. Every time I don't listen to my gut, yeah, it does not end well. Yeah. 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 Why does it take so long for us to learn that? I know. <laughs> I'm still learning it. Because it's the desire, the gem, the shiny thing that you want. Mm-hmm. That desire like overpowers the feel. Even though you know you're like, ah, this person sucks. But I don't know. They like, you know, they made all these shows. So I guess I should. Yeah. I guess I should hang out with or whatever is the thing. Yeah. Not I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> but oh I think that is the thing, though, with other, you know, I, I've, uh, I guess with this boss, this, to- again, toxic. I want to know what is toxic about them besides that they're overly familiar. Well, I think it's also the sense sometimes, because I know it's like I should listen to my gut. But then I think the reason why it can take so long to realize that is because, because things, if things have not historically gone my way, and I think because I can't control other people, I can only control myself. It's easier to blame myself. You know what I mean? When it doesn't work, it's way harder to say, well, all this other things. It's like, okay, Naomi, you did something wrong, which means you have something you can change. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? That's why it's easy, even though, at least that's, but at the same time, it's like, that's not always true. Sometimes the system is fucked. <laughs> like, sometimes it's not you. Yeah, well, I think that those of us who are able to ask, was it me? I think usually it's not. 
okay, accurate. Okay, accurate. Perhaps accurate. <laughs> it's usually somebody else fucked up or did something shady and we're like, okay, now I have to just deal with that or move on or I don't know, move around. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah. So unless this person is about to green light your film, I say, <laughs> do not. I say, just drop <laughs> them. Drop it. Say, you don't need this person. You don't need to talk to them. You didn't want to talk to them before. You need something and you think they're the only way to get it. And they ain't the only way to get whatever it is. They're yeah. not. They're just not. Yeah. So again, all, or if you're going to manipulate them into getting <laughs> the thing you want, you got You can't just go in for the ask. You got to start it off slow. You got to butter them up. And then, and you got to set it up. You got you to set it up. <laughs> Andy, so that, don't and, teach people how to be socio. So weeks later. Oh my God. I don't like knowing, I, I don't like knowing this. I don't like that having That sounds like so much work. Well, is it? it that's is. what I'm saying. It is. That's why I don't like doing it. Well, that's what's funny. Because yeah. sometimes I feel like the people who are good at that kind of stuff, working people, that's its own job, right? Like yeah. it's almost like you're better yeah. at the full-time job of working people than you are at whatever the thing is you're trying to get. Oh yeah. I was the, I was a stripper for eight years and I was probably the worst at that. <laughs> Thank God I could dance and I was pretty because those other bitches who could walk around the room and talking up a storm, talking these men out of their wallets, you know, playing yeah. the game, quote unquote, yeah. you know, gi giving them the fantasy, giving them the girlfriend experience, like, you know, sitting with them for hours and like asking for this ginormous tip at the end of the night, hoping that it pays off. Sorry, I just want to give you my $20 dance and then be on my way and on to the next. Right, you know right. what I mean? Like, I couldn't do the psychological warfare that was required, yeah. you know, to, to, to make money in that way. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I would rather go flip around on the pole. So, you know. Yeah, that's what yeah. that reminds me of. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, not, the, yeah. Wait, what is the payoff? It's a certain skill. Yeah. It's a certain skill. Yeah, yeah. It is. It when, is. when you spend your entire night, you know, buttering up this guy, what is the what is the percentage chance that it will pay off in a large tip? Like, is it a good, is, is that a good strategy? Well, for some of them, the chance is very good. Right. If they know how to work it, then that's <laughs> they, they work. Know like, that's how doing. they know what to do. Oh, yes. There yeah. were several girls that just knew how to do that. And it was like nothing for them. It was just, it was just playing a character. And they, they just, just drop in and just play it for eight hours, you know. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Until the shift was over. Yeah. I, and it's, wow. It's yeah. funny because like one of my things, I'm like, I've had to, this is something I feel like I've had to learn more just in general, right? neutral face because like i feel like when i don't like something it's on my face like i don't know how to just how to just be like okay like i don't know and i'm like working so hard on neutral face and i'd be like don't look like you think this is bullshit like just look neutral yes neutral face is important in life oh my god i'm working on it Trace, do you have time for one more? Absolutely. All right. This one comes to us from Vel from Gmail. Naomi, do you want to read this? Okay, I'll read it. Okay. Uh-oh. Okay, Trace, this is long. I'm going to try to go fast. I don't want your ADD <laughs> okay. to – because I'm seeing a thick, thick paragraph. But we go <laughs> work is, it out. I'm going to say this is of the Gmail – of the ones we get in Gmail, this is of the shorter end. It is? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey, Andy, Naomi, an esteemed guest. Yes, Trace is esteemed, okay? 
I started a long distance relationship back in December with someone I was close friends with. Let's call him Tom. Before we got together, Tom had plans to come visit in May because we have mutual friends in the city and we all wanted to go to a convention together. We also made several date plans for when he was here and I was super excited. This is my first, this is the first serious relationship I've had in years because my last two were so terrible. I gave up on dating for a few years. Mm -hmm. A week before his trip, Tom sent me a message saying he was sorry he couldn't see himself doing anything romantic for the foreseeable future as he, quote, unpacked some trauma that was worse than he thought, end quote, and canceled all of our date plans. This took me completely by surprise because everything seemed fine, but I was supportive and told him I'd wait. I'd taken the week off work for his visit, so I tried to keep myself busy so I wouldn't get depressed. And when we did meet up to go to the convention, he could barely look at me and didn't really speak to me at all. He mostly just tried to keep his distance the whole time. Even after his visit, he hasn't messaged me and I want to give him space. But the fact that he doesn't even want to talk anymore really got to me. My last two relationships ended because my partners ghosted me. One started dating someone else and didn't even tell me. Oh, no. The other was only dating me while her BF was out of town. And this is starting to feel like the same thing. This whole situation brought those old memories back up. And I've been so stressed from work, family issues and moving that I completely broke down. I walked out of my job and spent the next week in a dark place mentally. I'm doing better now, but even though I believe Tom when he says he just needs a break, in my heart of hearts, I know we're not getting back together. Am I crazy? And this is just my trauma talking. I don't really have anyone to talk about this with because most of my friends are friends with him as well. And I don't want to put them in the middle. So I have no voice of reason telling me if I'm being crazy or not. Sincerely, Vel. Okay, mm. so Vel, so Cadet's version, Vel was seeing Tom, and Tom and Vel were friends before. So that's the thing. It's like, this isn't just somebody that mm-hmm. they were dating. This is like, we were friends. <laughs> so they were friends trying to move into the romantic space, yes. and then it didn't happen. Right. And basically, Tom was like, I need a break. I need space. But then, and then, like, because I guess they were quote unquote unpacked some trauma that was worse than he thought. So he going through it, he going through something. Something. Maybe I when I mean I don't know what the I mean maybe they didn't want to uh, you know put him on blast. I'm curious whether that's an excuse or whether that is real. Yeah, I'm curious. Like I'm not. Out. Yeah, because it seems he, like you know it, even if he's going through trauma. Um, here's the thing: even if he is going through trauma, he's going to take his time and he'll circle back if he wants to, and. If he's not going through trauma and that's just a cop out, then you need to give him space anyway because he's not for you. So either way, you need to let it go because if he comes back to you on his own accord, then he's sorted through whatever he's sorted through. Um, the tricky thing is like, don't get in the yo-yo with him because yes, trauma is very valid and real and he deserves time to work through something if he's being real with that. Mm. However, he does not deserve to yo-yo you mm-hmm. um, because even in trauma, you can still be a, a good communicator. And and also, also, if you're going through something and you genuinely like someone, my thinking, <clears throat> my thinking is that you won't let them go too far, even if you're going through something. Yeah. 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 yeah I'm with yeah. you on that too, because I think it's like, I, because there's also a difference too, where it's like, I'm going through something, 
which means I can't really like be a romantic partner right now, right? Like I know I don't have the bandwidth to like give you rom- like, the romantic stuff you need, you know, the level of attention you need when you're dating somebody. That's yeah. for real. But it's not, I just need a break, no communication of what that is, and then I'm not even going to talk to and you. And then, oh yeah, and then like, you know, you know like uh, not even looking at them. Yeah, at won't even one. look at you and like keeping a distance. It's like, especially again, if you're Yeah, that's before. weird. I'm sorry. That's a red flag. I mean, because neglect is a form of abuse and not saying he owes you a relationship, but if if he wouldn't even look at you, like what the fuck is that? Like what? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, it really feels like, you know how a lot of people are, are weaponizing therapy talk these days where they're, mm. where they will use it as a way to avoid being decent. Yes. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. 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 For real. For real. I'm yeah. unpacking trauma. Uh, I just didn't want to talk to you or I didn't want to, right. I didn't want to have to dump you. So I'm just like, I'm unpacking trauma and I'm just gonna leave it like that instead of saying what is actually happening. Right. 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 Cause if you're in, look, if you're in therapy and you're dealing with some real stuff or you're not whatever. I, I I assume if you're say if you're using the phrase unpacking trauma, you're in therapy. But you might just be on some but Instagram you accounts. Yes, yes, you might. What did yeah, I tell you? You might have just scrolled on Instagram and, <laughs> or on uh, TikTok right. and and said, "Oh, this is me." <laughs> so yeah. okay, so e- that's even worse then, where it's not even you're not even actually dealing with something. You're just using an excuse. I don't know. There's a lot of. There's a lot of uh, trifling folks out here these days. Yeah, it's easy to overcomplicate something when it's like, girl, he's just, he ain't stepping up. Like, that's all you need to know. Is that he's yeah, not exactly. stepping up, so keep it moving. And if he catches up to you, great, hooray for him. But if he doesn't, then he's not for you. And it's hard when we're in it. Like, the situation I had over the summer, it was kind of like, you know, there was a lot of tricky, like, smoke and mirrors going on that I had to sift through. But then when I looked at the root of it, I was like, you know, fuck that. He's not he's not doing what he said he was going to do or whatever. And this is a donezo. Like, it's time to move on. Right. Um, but the love, the dopamine, all of that gets yeah. you. It gets you. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think it's like, cause I, but I think, you know, I think the reason why Vel is kind of feeling this way too, right? It's because they're like, the last two relationships ended because my partners ghosted me. So this is like back when we were talking about, about trusting your gut, right? Where it's like, yeah. this don't feel right. But because it's happened before, it's like, okay, am, am I overreacting? Uh-huh. Or it's like, and it's like, no, 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 you're not. Like, you deserve a person who, again, it goes back, taxes and feelings. <laughs> state your tax, state your income, state your, state your feelings, state yeah. your intentions. Yes. Yeah. And fill right. out this 1099 for my heart. That 1099 for my heart. Okay. Claim yes. some dependence, bitch. <laughs> Claim a dependent. Exactly. Like, you deserve a person who will say things. What I will say, though, is it sounds like. There might also be something there to explore about attracting these particular kinds of people. Like, what is alluring about this person that might have similarities to those last two dudes who ghosted you? Because there's, there's a pattern happening. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying you're broken or anything like that. Uh, I'm saying you're more precious than you might understand yourself to be Mm. and with that you need to safeguard your heart and really pay attention to those yellow flags that turn into red flags um because you don't want this to turn into a fourth guy after him that does the same thing 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you got to start really looking at their their character flaws or you know their 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 being. Like, who are they at the core? Right, and, right. I know. There's also like because I also remember this, and obviously <clears throat> in, in my twenties when I was like younger, where like there would be guys where I was like, oh, we're such great friends. So of course I was like, oh, like maybe this is romantic. Or like it should be romantic, you know that feeling. But then it would be interesting when you I'd be like. But then you would see the way he treated the girls he actually dated, and it was like, mm-hmm. oh, it's actually better to be a friend. It's actually better to not. Yes. Yes. And yes, because I don't want to be treated like that. Exactly, and it's like t- this could be that thing with Tom too, where it's like y'all were good friends, but now maybe he's not a yeah. good relationship. Like he doesn't know how to be with a person on equal footing yeah. and openly. Some people don't ha- some people don't know. They really don't. Yeah, I don't think she would I don't think that they would be having all of these questions if Tom was uh the total package. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. and uh, you know, the to- being the total package comes and goes. I've I've just been points in my life when I didn't have it all together. You know, and I'm sure it, people had questions about me well i don't know tracy's flaky or you know she just doesn't call me back or she takes days to reply or whatever like you know uh and in that case maybe i was the asshole but or not didn't have it together but um either way it's not right so you gotta move on that's the gotta word. move on that's the word gotta move on trace yeah. Lissette with the final word with the word <laughs> you gotta move on gotta move on trace 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 trace, trace. trace. thank you so thank much you. Thank, thank you, you so much thank we are you. such big fans what and i was like so excited Aww. and this is so great and i appreciate you taking the time you're wonderful yes oh my god you guys are so fun thank you for having me we'll talk to you later see you next time Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.